Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us can bump up the pod in their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a supporter of this podcast and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. And by supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa Podcast slash support. And you can also check out our newly minted um, page on Patreon. We're now on Patreon now. Um, and you can check us out as at www.patreon.com slash I see sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. And we also have a $5 tier. If you're feeling extra generous, any little bit helps. And we would really appreciate your support. If you have the funds to do so. Hello everyone. Um, happy evening. Um, as of the time of this recording, it's seven forty-one PM in uh, Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. I'm not going to keep this uh, address too long. Um, um, I wanted to do this earlier, but um, I was my arthritis sort of flared up a bit, and I just was on my um, bed, just sort of resting it out. You know, it, it felt it felt painful after work to um, to to sit on my desk or whatever because I'd be putting strain on my on my feet, which where the arthritis is or whatever but but anywho um but now i feel better so i'm gonna i'm gonna do this uh clip and won't be too too long and i'll probably give my commentary while reading it who knows colorado governor appoints cannabis industry og to lead state's pot policy by chris moore and it's from mary jane the website and um I don't really do a lot of Colorado news and like the reason why is because and I'll do more if if you guys want more but um I don't do a lot of it because they're doing they're they've done everything right for the most part, you know. Like I'm I'm, I'm sure they still have like local control issues and stuff, but you know, some of these some of these areas that were banning it were changing their minds from articles I've read. Um I you know, I'll try to update myself more on it, but um yeah, I mean, you know, they, you know, they implemented the adult use stores pretty quickly. They didn't drag it out like my state did. Um, you know, they had, they had quite a bit, you know, like they started out like 
they they had a smoother rollout than all the other states i i feel in my opinion and you know they just elected excuse me they just they just elected um the former cannabis caucus house of rep member who's now their governor jared police who's been pro cannabis all the way and this is what happens when you have a pro when you have a pro cannabis um um when you have a pro cannabis governance this is what you get you get you get cool you get cool things like this so yeah the article says Colorado's governor appoints cannabis industry OG to lead state's pot policy because as you know in Massachusetts we have so many like reefer madness people in charge of implementing um adult use in the state you know when you have like your governor who's against it your ag who's against it and they have a hand in steering the direction of the rollout which both of them have you know um our governor and our ag our republican governor our our democrat ag who's ostensibly progressive um she 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 blocked the social use last year we're gonna the cannabis control board is gonna try to implement social consumption lounges or whatever and people for places for people to use who don't own property or whatever who rent and then she was like oh we have to we have to get we have to get the roll out of the adult use stores properly like they were both like oh we have to slow down and you know people are gonna drive high and it's gonna cause millions of accidents and blah 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 and then they slowed it down, and now we're getting it, but it's still, quote-unquote, years away. Because, you know, the, it's just such a mess right now. And, you know, when you when you have your politicians that are against it and hold the users in contempt and are still ticked off that you voted on it, you know, you're going to have these sort of actions happen. Like in my state. Let's read the article. Colorado's cannabis industry is applauding Jared Polis for appointing an industry veteran rather than another politician or law enforcement official to the role of special advisor to cannabis. Last week, Colorado, he's been making a lot of power moves lately, man, with, with, with cannabis. He's, he, um, he added autism to the um, qualifying condition list. And shout out to Alexis Wartel for testifying to get rid of it entirely i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that with my cannabis board this year she inspired me to want to go and do that i think i think states should not have a qualifying condition list you know if you're if your parent thinks that you're gonna benefit from from it as a medicine your doctor thinks it you should be able to have access and if you're a growing adult you know over 18 or whatever if your doctor feels you can benefit there shouldn't be there shouldn't be a sick list like like reefer revelation said that doesn't need to exist you know it, it should be entirely between the doctor you know and like like feminists say keep hands off my body and i i i i totally agree with that sort of statement you know hands off my body i don't i don't want lawmakers deciding what's between me and my doctor it's none of their goddamn fucking business if i'm to be a hundred I don't want to swear too too often, but you but you know, but this sort of stuff is important, and and these lawmakers who don't like cannabis and hold it in contempt, and 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 think that we're degenerates and think that they're better than us because they zip wine 
after after being AG or whatever, or after being or after being governor for for during the day or during the week when it's their weekend, they go and zip wine and 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 maybe whatever. Yeah, they just they they drink wine or beer. Or, or a shot of or, or some or zip some whiskey or whatever and then they think that they're cut above me because they left their cannabis use behind in call in harvard or whatever no you're not a cut above me you just decide to make a different choice doesn't mean you have to infringe on my rights and my freedoms but uh anywho so last week colorado governor jared polis appointed ian steb Sieb, a 10-year veteran to the cannabis industry to take charge of the state's legal cannabis policy. They use weed. Could we not use weed in articles? Please and thank you. Under the title Special Advisor on Cannabis, Poli's decision to tap an industry insider for the important position marks a welcome change from the administration of former Governor John Hickenlooper, who relied on politicians and law law enforcement officials to take charge of marijuana policy. See, our, our Governor Baker did the exact same stuff. Politician and law enforcement people, you know, um, he, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy when you have your, your governors and your lawmakers that haven't done it since college and they're like 40 or 50 years old, haven't done it in two decades and you know they have a warped perception they don't have an they don't have a personal connection i'm not saying you have to have a personal connection to everything you 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 regulate but you know you should do your research you know don't just rely on what nancy reagan told you in 1987 then to just say no don't just rely on that old like drug war dare sort of stuff i mean i grew up with a little bit of dare too but you know when I learned when I learned about when I did research on, on the medical qualities of it at, at eighteen, and um, learned a whole lot about it, and learned learned about how we were throwing so many people in jail for for basically nothing, you know that that turned the gears in my mind, you know, but but I I, I would say it was even before this, and I've mentioned this in a previous episode. That um, when I was in California to visit my sister when I was like sixteen or whatever. I mean, I didn't use back then. You know, I I wait until I wait until I was in college to use. But, um, but when we were there, like I smelt it everywhere. But I didn't feel like like the world was going to like hell or whatever. You know, people were still working. You know, people were still going about their business. You know, and LA is a lot friendlier than 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 like the East Coast for my t- my three or four days there. They're just I don't know, it's just a more laid back attitude. But I mean, like I don't like using this term, but it's like oh, when when like a lot of people will be like oh, well California has the seventh, eighth largest, or fifth largest economy in the world. If we were our own country, we'd be the fifth largest country in the world. And these are these are socialists who say this. It's funny, but I mean, I just wanted to make that crack. But um, but anywho, um, it's 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 like it wasn't the end of the world. People were doing going about their things and just like uh, that started making me question things a little bit. And then when I got to college and actually did the research, you know, and actually used read medical journals and read medical, um you know, medical things about it from authoritative sources and stuff. And, um, 
you know when you're in college when you have like you have access to like the um like pub pub med and all these like you can check out all these journals as a result of having as a result of being part of the campus and stuff and being part of the school they give you credentials to this that otherwise it's paywall to hell and the average person can afford to get to get those journals but when you go to college one perk is that you can read like direct source material you know i feel like everyone should have access to it and shout out to aaron schwartz who was i think he was one of like the founders of reddit or whatever and um he was trying to he was trying to make the access of, of all those academic stuff free and then the government got on his butt and then he ended up taking his own life as a result and you know rest in power he was trying to democratize information you know and then oh well we have to, well the the, the the big medical companies or whatever they need to keep that information paywall people can can't have people knowing the truth and then and then that's that's what they did and they they were going to throw him in jail and like make things really really bad for him and it's like this information should be free it shouldn't be paywalled but i digress i don't know i don't know how and why we got to that but um let's continue reading the article steve has been working in colorado's cannabis industry for over a decade co-owning a dispensary in denver before co-founding Denver Relief Counseling, a firm that advises cannabis business owners about relevant laws and regulations. Sieb has been served two terms as a chair on the National Cannabis Industry Association. The governor's office reports that the new appointee ended all his current cannabis industry partnerships and relationships before taking office. Ian is a leader in the cannabis industry, and we're thrilled to have him on, on our team. Lisa Kaufman, Chief, Chief of Staff in a statement. We welcome his incredible expertise and know he will help us continue Colorado's leadership in this growing industry. In this new role as Special Advisor to Cannabis, Steve will serve as liaison with state agencies that handle cannabis regulation and enforcement and will advise the governor on any marijuana-related bills to, to his desk for a signature. Governor Hickenlooper previously appointed three different people to serve as Director of Marijuana Coordination, a similar role. Dominique... Mendiciola, who who appointed as who was appointed as director of marijuana coordination last summer, has served as deputy director of the marijuana enforcement division since 2014, the year that Colorado began allowing adult use businesses to open. The former governor's the former governor's first pick as weed advisor, Andrew Freeman, left in 2017 to start his own weed consulting business. And his replacement, Mark Bolton, left to become a consultant at a law firm. To, quote, to move someone with law enforcement, with a law enforcement background to an industry mindset is significant. To move, oh, excuse me, let me read that again. To move someone from... From to move from someone with a law enforcement background to an industry mindset is significant. Sam Kamen, University of Denver cannabis law and policy professor, told the Denver Post, "To have a person 
from the industry who has the governor's ear would be a break from the past. And I wish my state follow, follow that lead. Um, I mean, shout out to the, um, shout out to commissioner title. She, she's holding down the commission. She's like the only activist on the, on the board. You know, she's drowned out by, by, by squares and, and reefer madness people. And, you know, that's still, that's still, that's still like when they go into the mirror or whatever, they still hear like Nancy Reagan saying, just say no. Like, I'm convinced that's the, that's most of their mindsets. It's, it's, it's nuts, you know? And it's great when you see, like, it's just, like, Colorado's just making a lot of power moves. Shout out to you guys for legalizing, um, shrooms. You're decriminalizing it in Denver. That's, that's, that's a power move, and I hope, I hope this spreads. I hope all drugs are decriminalized, if I'm to be honest. So, um, I guess that's all I have to say, and, um, as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.